Follow the Lamb. These pages are written for you who are called by the name of Christ to remind you of what God expects of you and of what your new name commits you to. It is a great thing to be a Christian. The very name is a noble one, beyond all the noble names on earth. The thing itself is inconceivably blessed and glorious. To say, I am a Christian, is to say, I belong to God's nobility. I am of the royal line of heaven. Much, then, is expected of you. Do not disgrace the old family name. Do nothing unworthy of the one who represents you in heaven, the one you represent on earth. He is faithful to you. You be faithful to him. Let people know what kind of Lord and Master you serve. Be his witnesses. Be his mirrors. Be his living epistles. Let him speak through you to the world, and you speak of him as well. Let your life tell your fellow men who he is and what he is to you. Speak well of him to others, just as he speaks well of you to God. He has honored you by giving you his name. He has blessed you by giving you sonship and royalty and an eternal heritage. Make sure that you do justice to his love and magnify his greatness. Let your light shine. Do not obstruct it or hide it or mingle darkness with it. Scripture Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Isaiah 61 It is the light of love that you have received. Let it shine. It is the light of truth. Let it shine. It is the light of holiness. Let it shine. And if you ask, How am I supposed to get the light and keep it shining? I answer, Christ will shine on you. Ephesians 5.14 There is enough light in him who is the light of the world. Its lamp is the Lamb. Revelation 21.23 There is no light for man except the light from the Lamb. It is the cross, the cross alone, that lights up a dark soul and keeps it shining, so that we walk in light as he is in the light. For God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. 1 John 1, 5 Be true to him who loved you and washed you from your sins in his own blood. He deserves it from you. It is the least that you can do for him. Follow him. His first words to you were, Come to me. You came and found rest. But he adds these two other messages, Abide in me and follow me. You take up your cross as he took up his, and you follow him. You go out to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Luke 9.23 and Hebrews 13.13. Through good report and through bad report, you follow him. He draws you 
leads you, keeps you, and so you follow him. Your whole life is to be one continuous following of the Lord. Scripture If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. John 12:26. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. John 10:27. Followers of him who is good is Peter's description of a believing man. 1 Peter 3:13. This is the proper rendering of the passage, and not of that which is good. And the sure promise is, He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8.12 In following him, you will look onward, for he set his face steadfastly to go up to Jerusalem. And when Peter tried to hold him back from going to the cross, he answered, Get behind me, Satan. Matthew 16.23 You will look upward too, for he lifted up his eyes to heaven, John 17.1, and your posture must be looking upwards, seeking the things above, Colossians 3.1. You must endure the hostility of sinners as he did, Hebrews 12.3. You must consider the reproach of Christ greater riches than all earthly treasures. Hebrews 11.26 You must keep before your eyes him who was despised and forsaken of men. Isaiah 53.3 Yet who was gentle and humble in heart. Matthew 11.29 Whose heart was not proud, nor his eyes haughty. Who did not involve himself in great matters, or in things too difficult for him who composed and quieted himself like a weaned child rests against his mother, whose soul was like a weaned child. Psalm 131, 1-2 You started by turning your back on the world and fixing your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2 Always stay that way. Looking to him brought you rest in the beginning and healed your soul. Looking to Him every day will maintain your rest and perfect your spiritual health. Fixing your eyes on Jesus will give you light in hours of darkness, will strengthen you in weakness, will comfort you in trouble, and will cheer you in the day of weariness. If you ever take your eyes off the cross, you will be sure to turn back, to grow cold, and to forget that you were purified from your former sins. 2 Peter 1, 9 The cross is life, health, holiness, consolation, strength, joy. Let nothing come between it and you. In the light of that cross, go on your way steadfastly. There can be no continuing darkness when the cross is shining on your path. There may be clouds and eclipses, but that light can never be quenched. That sun can never go down. Remember what you are 
and what God expects from you. Put into action your own professions, your own faith, your own prayers. God has had mercy on you, and in His great love, He has laid His almighty hand on you, that you might be saved. He sent from on high. He took you. He drew you out of many waters. Psalm 18.16 Delivering you not only from the wrath to come, 1 Thessalonians 1.10, but from this present evil age, Galatians 1.4. By His gracious power, He has turned you from the error of your ways. And one of the many names by which you will now be known on earth is that of converts, or turned ones. But your turning, or conversion, is only a beginning and no more. It is not the whole journey. It is only the first step. You are a disciple, that is, one who is under teaching. But your teaching, your discipleship, has only just begun. Your life is a book. It may be a bigger or smaller volume, and conversion is only the title page or the preface. The book itself remains to be written, and your years and weeks and days are its chapters and pages and lines. It is a book written for eternity. Make sure that it is written well. It is a book for the inspection of enemies as well as friends. Be careful of every word. It is a book written under the eye of God. Let it be done reverently, not frivolously, but also without constraint or terror. Let me give you a few pieces of advice. You will soon realize how much you need them. Unless, perhaps, you are one of those who are too wise to learn and are inflated without cause by his fleshly mind. Colossians 2 18.